Reinvest in your wellness goals this fall with savings on my favorite supplements. September 13th and 14th only, I'll be offering 10% off all products in my online Fullscript supplement dispensary. September 13th and 14th, two days only, get 10% off and free shipping on my entire inventory of top supplements at drhoffmanstore.com. I stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. It's the safest and most convenient way to purchase my curated supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast, free shipping and optional refill reminders via text or email. Never counterfeit or expired. Always stored and shipped correctly. It's safe, secure, and includes world-class customer service. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com for 10% off and free shipping for two days only, September 13th and 14th. That's DearHoffmanStore.com, DearHoffmanStore.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. And it's an opportunity for you to send in questions, questions, or comments. We enjoy comments as well. We have a couple of interesting ones on the part one of today's Q&A with Layla. But uh, we're turning our attention now to questions. Just a reminder that uh, this is the week. And even as you listen, on September 13th and 14th, we've got a sale going. So if you simply go to DearHoppinStore.com, that's the place to go where you can garner a 10% discount on my online dispensary via Fullscript. Fullscript uh, is a place where you can get fast free shipping and quality products. Uh, a very, very wide range of products. I stock only the highest quality supplements uh, there, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. So just go to drhoffmanstore.com. It's an opportunity to stock up on the 13th and 14th. Say big. And All right. that's it for the announcement. Okay. Uh, we've got an email from Deborah. Uh, I want to know what are your thoughts about hydrogen water and maybe some of these things where you convert tap or filtered water, you add hydrogen to the water. Uh, what do you think of hydrogen water? It's a very interesting thing. Yeah. And I wrote an article last year entitled Hydrogen Water, Is That a Thing? Mm. And there's kind of a buzz about hydrogen water. Uh, now, hydrogen, they say, is the future of propulsion. Yeah. That there's going to be hydrogen-powered vehicles. Yes. You know, and but I don't know if they, they're going to make that work. Yeah. Uh, but uh, because hydrogen's interesting, if, if you, you mix it with oxygen, it sets off a lot of energy. And it makes water, mm -hmm. right? H2O. Uh, so, but it's also, hydrogen is very volatile, is what they filled the blimp with, the Hindenburg, uh, that famously blew up. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, taking in something with hydrogen, I mean, is that going to make you flammable? And the answer is no, because you can actually dissolve it in water. Now, my initial impression was I'm very skeptical of this yeah. stuff. You know, it's like oxygenated water. Does if you're putting oxygen in water make you have like more oxygen in your system? I don't think so. Hmm. You know, it's like maybe you'll belch more. But hmm. it, does hydrogen water do something? Well, it's kind of interesting because there may be something to it. Now, there was a very fascinating study in a prestigious journal, Nature, 
2020 study entitled, check this out, Hydrogen-Rich Water Reduces Inflammatory Responses and Prevents Apoptosis of Peripheral Blood Cells in Healthy Adults. Wow. It's a randomized double-blind controlled trial. And it concluded that consumers of 1.5 liters of hydrogen water per day, uh-huh. and I'm quoting, showed significantly lower expression levels of inflammatory markers. Wow. And so mm-hmm. it was, it is a, it's an antioxidant. It's an antioxidant, yeah. yeah. Because it's kind of the opposite of mm-hmm. oxygen. Yeah. Hydrogen and oxygen get together and they're kind of like, you know, oxidative, reductive. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they come together. So it's a reducing agent and as such has antioxidant potential. So because inflammation is such an important aspect of aging, maybe it's the anti-aging elixir. Okay. This is a, this study is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually we're going to get to the study. It's amazing because there's one other one that I want to mention. They, there was a, there was a study that showed that drinking hydrogen water improved cognition in subjects with mild cognitive impairment wow. who had ApoE4, which is the thing that predisposed to Alzheimer's. Yes, yes. Uh, inhalation of hydrogen gas. Huh. Was therapeutic for patients with potential metabolic syndrome, hypercholesterolemia, cerebral and and uh, cardiac infarctions, post-cardiac arrest syndrome, and fatty liver. Okay. So, uh, they, are you getting that with hyperbaric oxygen because of the hydrogen? There's no, no hydrogen, there's no in, hydrogen oxygen. in the oxygen. No. Hyperbaric oxygen is simply O2. O- yeah, it just oxygenates no... your tissue. Yeah. Gotcha. Which okay. actually has the potential to, too much oxygen can have a free radical effect. Mm. Anyway, this one will blow your mind. Uh, they had volunteers inhale hydrogen enriched air, and then they gave them a shot of pure ethanol, which is like, like the equivalent of like a couple of martinis, 100 mLs ah. of, of ethanol. Actually, they say it's the equivalent of six 1.5-ounce shots of vodka or gin. Wow. Six shots. Okay. Did they make them drink shots, or did they give them shots? No, pure ethanol. Oh, wow. Not okay. even... Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Okay. Immediately afterward, they drank hydrogen water, and their alcohol levels were measured, reflecting how quickly their bodies eliminated it. Their subjective hangover symptoms, headache, brain fog, were also meticulously recorded. Blood alcohol levels declined more rapidly in the hydrogen-exposed group. They detoxified the alcohol more rapidly. There were fewer hangover symptoms reported after hydrogen. This is a hangover cure. Yeah. So the, I can and a dewey cure. So I can see. I can see <laughs> bars. Yeah. You know, having like a pipe coming yeah. out of the bar. Where before it's you like, leave, it's take like, this before you go dry. Right. Breathe the hydrogen, the pure hydrogen. Yeah. Right. But I wonder, and, and if they answer this, do they make the the drunkenness go away by taking the hydrogen, or it, it metabolizes it, it, more fast, more it, quickly. It, it metabolizes yeah. more quickly, it just, so you're not drunk as long. Yeah, it. it Fantastic. It, so, but anyway, I, since then, since I wrote this in 2020, I haven't yeah. heard too much about more studies on this. Wow, it sounds astounding, but I. It does. I, and I cannot tell you what product to buy because people say, "Well, what shall I get?" It you know, there are these. Gas that would generators. be a sellout. That would be an absolute sellout. They, they're these gas generators, and people like you know all these aficionados like say, well, this one's better, that one's better, this one generates the right amount, the blah, 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 and they can cost hundreds and even thousands of dollars wow. to make it at home. So uh, people are now selling it in cans, and I don't know how how 
uh, volatile it is, you yeah. know, and how long it can be preserved in the cans. Do you keep it in the garage or yeah, well, will it explode? I, or? I mean, I don't know if that's the danger, but I wonder yeah. if, it, if it goes flat after a while and, yeah. the, you know, the hydrogen leaches out. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I got to tell you, I, I, if somebody wants to step up and tell me who's the leading hydrogen guru, I'd be happy to uh, interview them in a podcast because I can't yeah. find that person. But I'm sure that would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. So the their their kitchen counter hydrogen water generators they range from a few hundred dollars to five thousand dollars. I I looked at them. Wow. And so, do you think somebody who got one of these could have the same effect after they've had a few martinis, drink some hydrogen water, and away goes? Well, it's it's not that's a little bit of a frivolous use, but the mm -hmm. I like the fact that it has these uh, metabolic effects yeah. and it has these anti-inflammatory effects. That's true. And so, and maybe anti-aging potentially. Yeah, absolutely. But I gotta say, I, I, it's tantalizing. It is. And I don't know. It is. How, how, you so sometimes things. Hydrogen kind of, water ionizer machines and things like that. Yeah, ionization are, are is sale. a little different. It is different. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. But I, you know, I don't know exactly the chemistry. Mm -hmm. Because frankly, something that is hydrogenated mm -hmm. tends to be a little more acidic mm. okay so you know is is hot is low ph water good you mm. know if it's going to be I acidic mean, and I what does that do to all the alkaline proponent the alkalinity proponents <laughs> i mean yeah uh, maybe i got this wrong but you know. yeah that's interesting that's interesting we ha we need to keep our eye on this one and, and see what else we find out that's what I said in, when I wrote about this uh, a year ago, and I, yeah. I'm waiting to see subsequent developments. Yeah. So, okay, uh, good point. I wish to pause because we want to um, mm -hmm. allow one of our sponsors to share some vital information with you about hydrogen water uh, synthesizer. No, <laughs> <laughs> our latest sponsor. <laughs> uh, you, about whatever it is they're going to talk to you about. So listen up. With frequent wildfires contributing to airborne pollution and the fall allergy season upon us, it's time to buttress your respiratory health with Breathe Clear from my friends at NT Factor. Breathe Clear with NT Factor combines the benefits of NT Factor's breakthrough lipids formula with powerful bioflavonoids and amino acids. Together, they've been shown to restore energy, repair the damage to cells caused by wildfire pollution, decrease allergic reactions, reduce sinus congestion, and open blood vessels. Breathe Clear with NT Factor is the best formulation available for tackling both allergies and the free radical damage caused by wildfire smoke. For a limited time, buy one container of NT Factor Lubitz Powder and get a bottle of Breathe Clear with NT Factor free. That's a $27 value. Just go to ntfactor.com, that's ntfactor.com, or call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158. Arm yourself with the protective power of NT Factor Lipids Powder and get Breathe Clear with NT Factor absolutely free and breathe freely while supporting your body's fight against allergies and free radicals. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. Uh, we vet them and I assure you that before we put on a manufacturer of uh, hydrogen water uh, synthesizers will carefully vet that product to make sure that oh, it's something sure. that you'll want to really use because we don't take all comers. Okay. 
We've got an email from Dan. I heard something about supplements such as alpha lipoic acid, lycopene, quercetin, significantly improving age-related eyesight and even correcting it. I am curious how factual this is and if there's any other contributing supplement and what the recommended dosages well, might be. The, the answer is that uh, there is a lot in nutrition that improves eyesight, but when it comes to the uh, age-related change that occurs where you need glasses, I don't think it's about nutrition. Mm -hmm. I think it's simply a natural aging process that causes the lens of the eye to be less flexible and hence not to uh, accommodate to near vision. Yeah. And that, to me, that's not a sign of ill health, that's just a sign of maturation. Yeah. So I don't think that all the, you know, all the king's horses, all the king's men, all the supplements in the, in the kingdom right. can uh, reverse that. Mm -hmm. There is, however, there's some uh, plausibility to a medication that helps of uh, uh, nearsight, I'm sorry, nearsightedness. Mm -hmm. We're talking about farsightedness here, right? No, he's talking about, uh, he's needing reading glasses. Well, reading glasses, that's farsightedness. Yeah. And nearsightedness is what I have from almost since childhood where I couldn't see the blackboard. Mm -hmm. So w there is actually medication that's based on, uh, it's an atropine-like medication that, that causes the pupil to constrict. And then it's kind of like, you know, those pinhole glasses yeah. that you can see better with, that they don't really work that well, mm. but they do... Uh, you know, if you want like a, a cheap version of, uh, you know, glasses, you know, just like curl your fingers and look through a little tiny pinhole and you'll, you'll actually uh, see a little better if you're nearsighted. That's interesting. Because it, uh, it's something about constricting your pupil that does that. Yeah. So anyway, um, medi there's medication that kind of makes cause your pupils, you know, to mm -hmm. get smaller. That kind of works. Okay. But the reverse is not the case. Things that make your pupil larger does not make it easier to read close. Yeah. Um, yeah. And no supplement does that. However, there are age-related changes due to uh, lack of efficiency of the retina. Yeah. And even retinal diseases like, you know, macular degeneration. And there are, you know, front-of-the-eye diseases like cataracts. But cataracts, I believe, can be slowed but lens. not reversed with uh, I heard vitamin C helps with that. Well, vitamin C, Keeping especially, the lens especially flexible. in diabetes. Yeah. 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 Dan says, I'm now 48 and for the first time occasionally used 1.25 prescription reading glasses in low light situations like reading a menu in a restaurant. Yeah, I don't think that's going to. You know, nah. oh, there is something, yeah. a little bit of a buzz on astaxanthin for, yes. uh, for uh, uh, night vision. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's not all about the carrots. It's not, it's not just about. It's the not just Bugs a, Bunny theory of uh, right. visual acuity, which is eat a lot of carrots, mm -hmm. which is the, based on the idea that vitamin A helps the rods of the eyes uh, yeah. work better. The rods are responsible for black and white vision. The cones are, are color vision. So if you have vitamin A deficiency, you might have uh, 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 night blindness. Yeah. So that eating carrots, yeah, that gives you vitamin A. But, right. you know, it, it, if you have adequate vitamin A, well, eating like a bushel of carrots help you more? Probably not. No, just turn your, your palms orange. Orange, yes. Yeah. You'll get keratinemia. Keratinemia, right. Which is, it is a, it, it's a wonder that Bugs Bunny is white. Isn't he usually white? He depicted as white. Or, no, white and black. He's white and black. He's got a white belly and a black Bugs Bunny. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. I thought he was gray and he, white. Gray, white and, maybe gray. White and But not gray. orange. Not orange. Not orange, he, no. He doesn't have keratinemia. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did those cartoons, were they first shown 
in black and white? They were shown in black and white, and hence maybe that's why. And then hence, I'm remembering the black and white. Right. Yeah, but then later I think it was in color. That's interesting. Okay. But he still, he never was, he never was orange. No. Okay. Okay. Well, we got to, I mean, it's not nutritionally correct. I have to now go (laughs) for Bugs Bunny. Because he definitely definitely would have had carotenemia. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Oh, my goodness. We should write, you know, to Warner Brothers. And, And see. Right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we've got a we've got a comment here from Michael. I really enjoyed your critique of natural medicine. Oh, that's another oh, good. Okay. And uh, identified with all of it. What what he's saying in his subject heading is it's not binary. I'm I identified with them all. All of your critique okay. of natural medicine. Okay. So well, that's yeah, good. yeah. Right. I you know I did think that there was a potential for some people to say. You know, you shouldn't attack it because it's a field that you're in, and you know that uh, it's a little like political. That doesn't parties. preclude let's, let's, preclude you from thinking critically about anything. That's you know, it's like if you're Republican, you can't criticize a political party, or if you're Democrat, you can't criticize. What do you have to exactly. be like a good soldier, like I, I, sir? You know, right? And like, you know, salute, uh-huh. and you know, not uh, you know, seek to uh, improve your. You know, even the camp that you are... The camp that you're, you're in. That you're in, yeah. That, that kind of discernment and critical thinking, that is lifelong. That doesn't go away. Yep, hopefully. If something needs to be said, yep. you said it, Dr. Hoffman. Okay. Sandy wrote an email. I want to thank you for all that you do. It's very much appreciated. I have read that being on hormone replacement or thyroid medication could cause... A high ApoB, that's that apolipoprotein B that everybody's looking at in addition to cholesterol. Is there any validity to that? Well, I, I do have a high LDL, but a low wait, lipoprotein sorry, little a. This person is saying being on a thyroid medication can raise your ApoB? Yeah, no, or I, being on thyroid replacement. I think it's the uh, opposite. Or hormone I think it's if you, if, if you don't, if you have hypothyroid... And you, you don't can have a higher it. LDL and maybe a higher ApoB. Yeah. I yeah. think, and it, being on medication could actually help to correct that. True. So, Sandy, it's possible that your dose of thyroid medication, if that's what you're taking, is not right. Right. That if she has a thyroid problem yes, and it's not being causing, adequately treated. So there Not is enough a, people know that hypothyroidism and not being on the correct dose or having it corrected uh, can skew your, your lipid panel. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what needs to be. But a lot of people don't know this. Yeah. We? Yeah. So they need to be a little more vigilant at looking at that. Because if you, if it's going to skew your, skew your cholesterol numbers, it's going to skew, in addition, the APO. What's the point of putting somebody who's hypothyroid on a, a statin to lower their cholesterol when they could optimize their lipids by getting the right thyroid Exactly. Medication? But yeah. here's, well, here's the, here's the rub. A lot of people aren't having their thyroid checked. Properly. Properly. Yeah, okay. Like during a regular physical, regular right. whatever, right. they're just looking at TSH and everything is fine if it's a five. Right. It's, it's a, it's <laughs> and a, it's not. It's a but pain they by it's numbers fine. thing. Right. And the criteria. And they go put them on a satin because their cholesterol is Yeah, and the criteria are artificial. But, you know, uh, I sometimes treat people with so-called normal thyroid, with yeah. thyroid replacement, and I sometimes don't treat people with so-called abnormal thyroid with thyroid replacement because it's more of a it's a clinical decision yeah. rather than a paint by numbers like if it's if it's 
you know, south of five, you 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 are okay, and if it's greater than five, you're you're. you're I mean, talk about the difference in doctoring between today's doctors and somebody of your schooling. The critical thinking, number one, how the patient is presenting. Mm -hmm. The numbers on the labs could all be within normal limits, but the patient still has symptoms. Right. Well, you know, I just hope we don't get to an era where, you know, it's it's uh, treatment by chat GPT. Oh, you know, that, that's a horror show. Uh, where it's going to be, um, and what it's going to do It's just going to look at the labs and nothing it's, it, else. It's and going to uh, make uh, doctors uh, less, uh, well, you know, What's going to end up happening is I think doctors will be more supervising and creating the algorithms, and there'll be a lot of health practitioners who will be basically sitting in front of screens, and the screens will be telling them what to do. And, you know, it'll it'll be the answer to the doctor shortage because it'll be, uh, you know, telemedicine yeah. uh, for the masses that, you know, is, is good because everybody's going to get some modicum of care, but not good because it's going to be very inflexible, dogmatic, and paint by numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That is of concern. We'll see what the future holds, won't we all? Oh my goodness. So Sandy, there you go. All right. Make sure to get a thorough thyroid panel. You know, a lot of doctors don't do it. And even some endocrinologists, I don't think they they uh, read it as well. In my experience of seeing our patients yeah. who have been to endocrinologists, you know, they, I think I, and in fairness to endocrinologists, I think endocrinologists are they're actually my favorite subspecialty. And if someone said you can't do integrated medicine, pick another specialty, I would I would pick endocrinology. Yeah, it's interesting. But uh, their endocrinology gives you a lot of opportunities for creativity, but sometimes the training. Um, limits the creativity and reigns in the creativity because I think hormones are really uh, fascinating. You know, yeah. they're, they're so key to human optimization. Um, and, you know, where integrative methods sometimes uh, offer a little bit more leeway in prescribing things like DHEA and pregnenolone and uh, natural thyroid replacement, I think that's where Integrated medicine has some, um, well, it has some drawbacks too. Because I think if you, there, you know, you have no rules and you're yeah. just flying by the seat of your pants, there's danger there too. Uh, but I think endocrinologists are a little bit sometimes too hidebound by, by uh, conventional yeah. beliefs. But you know, endocrinologists will sometimes treat people clinically for uh, a TSH that's like, you know, a little borderline. They'll treat, they'll treat it. Mm -hmm. But all, sometimes they're just you know, don't go that extra mile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got a question here from Tanya. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. Listened to you for years. Now I have a question. I was on antibiotics for three weeks, mm -hmm. and I feel like it ruined my gut health. I know that I should be taking a probiotic to restore my gut health, research what to eat, but after doing all of these, it feels like after taking the probiotics, my gut doesn't tolerate them well. Yeah, that's possible. You know, there is there is research on the post-antibiotic syndrome, and it the you know you might say, well, you know, it you have a problem and then it goes back to normal. Yeah, it often doesn't go back to normal, mm. and there's long-term changes that may last years or a lifetime. Uh, so that is a concern with the use of antibiotics, and we know that 
Kids, Three weeks is a long time. Kids receive multiple bouts of antibiotics and it really messes up their microbiome. And kids who receive many antibiotics, they tend to be more obese. Yeah. So that there's actually changes in metabolism associated with that. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, and you know, it'd be nice if you just give probiotics to fix it all up. But it, the probiotics are so relatively narrow compared to what got destroyed yeah. that they don't completely restore balance. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they don't take. They just don't take. True. And True. diet is a wonderful way to change your microbiome. Yeah. But it requires rigorous adherence to certain diets to make True. that change. True. And Tanya, could be that you need a, a, a workup because you need to see what kind of opportunistic bacteria is grown. That may need to be, we need first need to weed it and then we need to reseed it. Right. Yeah, I, you know, that, that's I, the lingo I, I, these I, days. You know, I, I wish I were alive 50 years hence because there's going to be some very interesting things happening in this yeah. field. Is that, you know, right now we crudely do poop transfers, which are yeah. a little bit like Russian roulette. You know, it might work, it might not. You know, it, it, you know, hopefully we have a healthy donor. Hopefully it's a match. Yeah. You know, we, we may have techniques that are, that are much more sophisticated even than blood transfusions now. We'll like match donors to recipients uh-huh. and, or we'll be able to, uh, create custom probiotics that are individualized for people or, mm-hmm. you know, certain functional probiotics that are for specific medical conditions, right. yeah. you know, that, and right now we're, it's not, it, probiotics are great, but mm-hmm. it's still a little bit of a hit or miss thing. Right. It, the whole study is still in its infancy in many ways, really. What's, you know, what's going to really accelerate it mm-hmm. is, and you know, we talk about uh, the dangers of AI. Uh, to, to analyze a, a poop sample from somebody who has hundreds, if not thousands of species, uh, you know, you look at it, what are you going to look at it and dis- discern a pattern? Mm-hmm. A, a computer can crunch that information. Machine learning can uh, discern patterns. Yeah. So, for example, they'd be able, they're now talking about they can look at a poop sample and diagnose who's more likely to develop Parkinson's disease based on machine learning. A human couldn't just say, well, I, this kind of looks like, it's like, no, I, you, you, you cannot do pattern recognition with hundreds and thousands of things. Yeah. But a machine can, mm-hmm. and that machine learning can actually begin to, it, the machine will teach itself to match <clears throat> this pattern to That's exciting. And so that, you know, your toilet will be able to tell you what, what medical condition you're going to come down with. Yeah. Yeah. The, oh it's my like the diagnostic toilet is going to be wow. the future. I mean, yeah. yeah. Do, like, do you want to know today or not? <laughs> I think... Well, See we, what happens when you eat that? Right. <laughs> or like, no, listen, I don't want to, I don't want to know today. <laughs> I don't want to know. Turn it off. <laughs> I, I've been bad. Turn it off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. All right, just a reminder, and speaking of you know environmental hazards, uh, we've got our PFAS campaign still going on. Uh, go to banpfas.org to uh, urge Congress, the EPA, and the FDA uh, to protect the public and ban PFAS for good. That's the banpfas.org campaign. 
And, uh, of course, you can shop hundreds of curated, vetted supplements in my Fullscript dispensary. They're on sale this week on the 13th and 14th only. So go to drhopstore.com. And, uh, you know, since you're already listening to this podcast, uh, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter. Go to drhopman.com and register for our newsletter. It's free. And you'll get all kinds of great articles. Uh, this week, writing about sugar. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And the history of sugar and how it changed the world. And um, so mm -hmm. there you can get a lot of great information. And uh, you can also download our podcasts on a daily basis, not just Q&A with Layla, but we do great interviews. And uh, our weekly show becomes a podcast on Monday. You can listen to our show. Our show is on live from Saturday, on Saturdays from noon to 2. And you can call in uh, at 877-726-8255. Or you can record a question. Mm -hmm. But we'd rather that you email your question yeah. to questions, questions at drhoffman.net. Yeah, we like hearing from you. Thank yeah. you, everybody. Thanks for joining us. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. A very happy uh, New Year to uh, many of our listeners. Uh, it's Rosh Hashanah this week. And um, so uh, have a very nice holiday. I want to thank you for listening to the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app and get new episodes automatically downloaded every weekday. And please give us a rating and review. It truly helps new people discover Intelligent Medicine. The Intelligent Medicine Podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice and no doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their health care professionals for any such conditions. Finally, please visit drhoffman.com and discover everything intelligent medicine has to offer, including frequently updated, unbiased health news and fully vetted product and supplement recommendations. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.